0: Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. Although she had not believed in mythical monsters since childhood, Nikki Russo suspected her nocturnal next-door neighbor might be a vampire. All the signs were there. He kept to himself, mowed his lawn at night. Never once did she witness him outside under light of day. But most damning of all evidence, what would become known, as the Red Heel abductions began shortly following his arrival. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight we explore the underworld of a most unusual black market item, the one that you might say is a rather crucial commodity for us all. Our play arrives via the pen of John Ballantyne and is the opening chapter in a tale we call Ties of Blood.
1: You ever have that dream? You know, the one where you're on a job. You're always late or behind schedule. You wake up tired and stressed because mentally you've been working in your sleep. Happens to me a lot lately. I'm unsure what inspires this dream or if it means anything. I don't live in a crazy big city rat race, you know. Things are pretty quiet here in small town USA. Maybe it has something to do with the existential dread I feel sometimes. It's like someone or something is lurking in the shadows, watching, waiting. Right there on the cutting edge of daylight when I'm on my route just before darkness gives way to dawn, and the only sound is the quiet chirping of crickets, and my damn alarm clock. Just enough time to get ready, hit the shower, organize my thoughts. We've Gotta get the water just right, though. Somewhere between scalding hot and steamy bliss. Random thought of the day. What kind of person takes the newspaper anymore? shut ins invalids unfamiliar with the world wide web figured I'd be writing newspapers rather than delivering them at this stage of my life oh well nothing is more terrifying than the spine chilling of vampire woman morning Nikki. morning grandma what are you doing up
2: trying
1: to locate my damn glasses you see him anywhere um here you go.
2: Ah, you're a lifesaver.
1: Now maybe I can find the remote control. If you keep watching those old movies, it's gonna give you nightmares. Can I whip you up some breakfast? No thanks, just gonna eat a few
2: bites of cereal before I hit the road. i tell you what, I don't care for you being out and about so early. Used to be safe in a neighborhood like this, but not anymore.
1: Don't worry, I'm packing mace.
2: You missed all the excitement across the street again.
1: What excitement? I think the Coopers had a key ring party. Key ring party? Oh. They're swingers from way back. Ew. I do not even want to know. Looks like he's at it again. Hmm? What's that? The new neighbor mowing the lawn at four in the morning. He's an odd one. Out there with... Most folks trying to sleep. I wonder if he'll come over and cut our grass? It's out of control since that Bradford kid fell and broke his collarbone at the skate palace.
2: Hmm. I don't think you got a thing for him.
1: Who, the Bradford kid?
0: No. The new neighbor. He's not my type. From a distance. Reminds me of that actor. What's his face on a zombie show?
1: shoots the crossbow. Norman Reedus? I wish. Yes. (laughs) Wouldn't hurt to find somebody, you know. That police officer that comes around. What's his name? Craig Maddow? He seems pretty nice. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you haven't dated since. Thanks for reminding me. I'm heading out, Grandma. Hey, 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 don't forget movie night. Sorry, I'm going to be too busy getting knocked up by Officer Maddow.
3: (laughs) Send me an invitation to the wedding. I'll bring
1: the shotgun. I know it sounds pathetic for a young woman in her 20s to depend on a paper route as her primary income, but these are weird times, and I haven't yet figured out what I want to do with my life. All my friends have moved on and out of this rinky-dink town. I guess eventually I will too. Neighbor, I'm uh, Nikki. Um, I live next door.
3: Hey. Uh, sorry, my hands are kind of greasy. I was working on the Camaro earlier.
1: I-, I see you parked in the garage. Nice. Candy Apple Red. What year is it?
3: 85. Old school tuned port injection. Trying to get her back on the road. I was going to swap in an LS motor, but figure on keeping it original.
1: Okay. Well, I got no idea what you just said, but sweet ride. So, uh, listen, the kid that usually cuts our grass is out of commission for a few weeks. I was wondering if...
3: Yeah, I'll take care of it.
1: Really? I'll be glad to pay you.
3: Nah, it's no biggie. Just you and the older lady living there?
1: Right. Me and my grandma.
3: You guys related to the Russos?
1: Actually, yeah.
3: Cool. Okay, I'll get to it sometime this evening.
1: That'll be great. Thanks.
3: You, uh, want me to take a look at that Honda of yours? Sounds like the starter's fried.
1: Sure. Uh, maybe when I have a little more time? Hey, I didn't catch your name.
3: I didn't mention it.
1: Oh, okay. (sighs) Corey. Thanks, Corey. Nice to meet you. Okay, that went well. Seems friendly enough. Maybe he's not a freak after all. Maybe he's just, damn it. He's right about the starter. Come on, come on. Whew, don't wanna get caught in the wrong neighborhood with this thing. The way this works, a truck delivers fresh bundles of the Red Hill Gazette and find the local supermarket. Thanks, Ed.
3: Hey, you be careful out there, Nikki. Such as a
1: nut job on the loose. They found a body? Yeah, another abduction. Check out the front page. Oh, shit. I know her. Mallory Tyler. She's a babysit for the Baxters across the street. Yeah, well, everybody knows everybody in this town. I know, right?
2: Hey, you keep an eye out. All the victims so far have been young women.
1: I will, add, Thanks. It had been front page news the past month. Four victims in all. Not the kind of thing that's supposed to happen in a rural community like this. My route runs past the railroad tracks, and then through the old Bedford Mill Village. It's kind of a sketchy neighborhood these days with all the drug activity. I spy him on Palomino Drive. It's not the first time. He's a wee hour regular, always parked on the curb in an old medical supply van. Windows are blacked out. I don't know what his story is, but he likes to follow. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little freaky. He doesn't even try to hide it. Pretty sure he's some kind of perv. Usually he's content to watch from afar, keep his distance, but not this morning. I'm stopped on a lonely stretch of Calvert Street dropping off today's edition and the headlights behind me grow and start to fill my rearview mirror. He's pulling up. Maybe he's gonna pass finally, go around and get out of my hair, but no, he pulls around and stops right next to me. I'm blocked in. Can't even get back on the road. What's he doing? Beep, beep. Hey dude, what's your problem? You're blocking the road, come on! Are you gonna move or what? Hey
3: pal, you are in the middle of the road!
1: Oh, my God. I was ready to reach for the mace.
3: Sure thing. You know what they say, all the freaks come out before daybreak.
1: Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> hey, um, can I buy you breakfast or something? I gotta finish my route at the end of Fire Tower Road. Maybe meet up at Donut King around sunrise?
3: Nah, I need to be getting back. we just taking old Red out for a spin. Trying to dial in the air-fuel mixture.
1: Oh. Okay. Uh, maybe some other time. Yeah.
3: Sounds swell, you know where I live.
1: Wow, strikeout. I must really be losing my mojo. Well, well, Officer Mano.
2: Hmm. hi Nikki.
1: Cops and donuts, what is it about that combo?
2: <laughs> hey, how's the route going, paper girl? Old man Whipple exposed himself again?
1: If only I was so lucky. Had some creep show stalking me in a van.
2: Oh yeah, was it, uh, was it one of those old work vans?
1: Hospital supply van, Torrance Medical Supplies or something
2: like that. Ah, I'm sure he didn't mean any harm. He probably just wanted to harvest your organs or something.
1: Seriously, something screwy with this guy.
2: Did you catch a plate number or anything?
1: No i was too busy my
2: pants. Well, that's real ladylike.
1: You're on night duty. Aren't you supposed to keep the streets clean of murderers and rapists?
2: Mm, I'll look into it. Hey, come to think, there was a sex offender just moved into town, you know. They gotta notify all the local agencies before they settle in. Are you in. kidding?
1: Sex offender? What neighborhood?
2: I, mean, I don't know. I'll have to pull it up again.
1: We just had a guy move in next door. You don't
2: think... Yeah, probably not. Besides, you're supposed to be informed if someone convicted of sex crimes is living close by.
1: He's up all night. Not a peep out of him during the day. Kind of like a vampire.
2: A vampire. That's rich, Nikki. You've still got quite the imagination. Maybe that guy driving the van is a werewolf. And huh? maybe
1: you're an asshole impersonating the police <laughs> officer. Remember
2: those stories you used to write for the school newspaper? Articles. Articles. Like whatever. Why didn't you pursue that? You could have been some big time journalist or something. Stamped your ticket out of this dead end town.
1: Then who takes care of my grandma? I'm not going to pursue some pipe dream and leave her behind.
2: Your grandma still seems pretty feisty. You know what? I bet she can take care of herself.
1: Yeah, well, she's not quite the wild child she used to be. Can't find her glasses half the time.
2: <laughs> hey, you got to think about yourself, Nick. I mean, not much left here since the mill closed. There's no opportunities. It's just a crossroads for junkies and burnouts.
1: Yeah, I guess
2: there does so happen to be a real nutcase on the loose in red hill. So, uh, for me, uh, keep your doors locked.
1: You heard anything about the girls that disappeared?
2: Come on, I'm working a graveyard beat here. They don't tell me much of anything.
1: They found a body, didn't they?
2: Even if I knew, I couldn't tell you.
1: That's a yes. Come on, who is it, Maddo? See?
2: See? You got that reporter's instinct.
1: You're gonna leave me hanging?
2: Go home, Nikki, get some rest.
1: Not likely. Not after glazed donuts and a supersized mocha. So what's on the marquee tonight, Grandma? Well, figured we might start with Pet Cemetery or Fright Night. Remake or original? Which do you prefer? Original is always best.
2: Hey, uh, I can get us some tickets to Foreigner Friday Night at the Blackstone Pavilion.
1: You want to go? Foreigner? What's that? A play or something? Um, it's a rock
2: band. This ball. Ah, shit fire, Grandma. <sighs> We're all out of popcorn. I was gonna
1: pull out the hot air popper. Well, I can run to the Quick Mart and grab us some. Nah, you don't have to do that, baby girl. Can't have a creature feature without popcorn, right? I'll be back before Final Jeopardy if you want to catch up on your game shows. I grab my keys and step out to the driveway. I don't count on my car being out of commission, though. Corey has it jacked up working on it. Guess I won't be going to the store anytime soon.
3: Sorry. Picked up a starter while I was at the parts place. Just got your old one off. How do you even see under there? No sweat. You can pretty much change a starter in the dark.
1: Wow. You got to the grass, too?
3: Uh, Hey, I can give you a lift if you're in a hurry.
1: Well, we were about to watch a movie, so... Yeah, if you don't mind.
3: Sure. Sure. Let me clean up real quick.
1: So, why are you doing all this stuff? No reason. I don't know if I can pay you right now.
3: Didn't ask for money, kiddo.
1: (laughs) Kiddo? You're not that much older than me. I can get all the free copies of the Red Hill Gazette you want.
3: (laughs) That's okay. Folks need a hand sometimes.
1: Thanks. What kind of work do you do?
3: Mostly mechanic. Restorations.
1: Do you have family here? Used to. Yeah, me too.
3: What happened to your folks?
1: My dad, he was uh killed in action in Iraq when I was pretty young.
3: It's hard to hear that. How about your mom?
1: We aren't close. She lives in Casey now, real career oriented. I don't think we really connect, you know? We never saw eye to eye.
3: So just you and your grandma?
1: Yeah, <laughs> never met grandpa. Grandma used to be a rock groupie. Hell, for all I know, David Lee Roth or someone from Black Sabbath could be my grandpa. <laughs>
3: Sounds like she was a real firecracker in our day.
1: That's what I hear. So, what brings you to a dead town like this?
3: Well, rent's pretty cheap.
1: I wonder what's going on.
3: Something to do with those missing girls, I bet.
1: A serial killer loose in Red Hill? It's hard to imagine.
3: A serial killer? I doubt those girls are dead. The body would have turned up by now.
1: What do you think happened to them?
3: Depends. All predators aren't created equal. Nowadays you got these human traffickers. They target young women. Don't turn a profit if they're dead.
1: Well, I guess alive is better than dead.
3: Sometimes alive ain't really living.
1: Random thought of the day. Just occurred to me who Corey reminds me of. A rock star on one of my grandma's old album covers. Johnny Cougar Smelling Gap or something like that. I start to mention it, but she's fast asleep in the chair as I pass. Grandma's been watching the old home videos again. Pretty sure we're the only folks in town with a functional VHS player these days. Ah! (sighs) Poor thing. Seems like I'm all the family she has left. I make my normal pickup and start the route. This time though, I keep a careful eye out for the creep in the van. I fill the boxes in front of the local businesses first. Eventually, I spawn them again. The van just sits there, parked on the curb next to the 24-hour coin laundry. I've got time to spare, so I park in the store lot across the street, shut off the headlights, and there I wait. There's another car in front of the laundry mat. Belongs to a girl I know, Amy Montross. She's a couple years younger than me. I think she's home from college. Amy is the goth type. Cute, but all black clothes and piercings. Another night owl. After a few minutes, I see the perv walk out. What the hell? pushing a laundry cart. It's dark, so I can't make out much, but he lifts something heavy out of the cart and places it in the back of the van, then shuts the van doors. Oh, shit. Where's Amy? Next thing I know, I'm following. Not too closely, just far enough to where I can see his taillights. It's a short ride past the reservoir and then outside town limits. He pulls into an old abandoned store, vines growing thick alongside its brick and mortar walls. Langford's hasn't been open as far back as I can remember. I stop some distance away. Are you on duty?
2: Nah, I'm off. I'm catching up on some duty, as in call of. That's right, bitch. I got you right where I you Eat that, you punk ass. Are you shitting me right now? What's up?
1: You know that asshat with the medical supply van?
2: Yeah. You're not doing something stupid, are you?
1: I followed him out to the old Langford store off Highway 61. I think he might have abducted that Montrose girl. He's unloading something. Looks like a body. He's carrying it inside. Nikki, oh,
2: Christ sakes, don't you have newspapers to deliver?
1: Listen to me, Matto. Something's going on with this guy. Son of a dick. He's getting to the van again. Looks like he's pulling out. You better hurry.
2: Absolutely ridiculous, Russo. Can we leave the junior detective routine to the experts? God
1: damn it, are you coming or not? I'm just going to call 911 if you don't.
2: Okay, okay. Jesus, sit tight. I'm on the way. still gone? Yeah. Stay put.
1: Why can't I go with you?
2: Because I don't know if it's safe. Did you bring your gun? Yeah, duh. I'll, look, I'll check things out and I'll be back in a few minutes.
1: And so the waiting game begins. Ten minutes pass. Then 15, 20 Hey, what's going on? Place
2: is pretty creepy. No sign of anyone, though. Dude has a workstation set up with a bunch of video equipment and monitors. I had a feeling this jack been spying on folks, like maybe he, hoarding them.
1: I bet he watched those girls, you know, like videoed them from the van before he abducted them. Maybe. Do you need a search warrant?
2: Not really. Uh, the property still belongs to the Langford family sheriff's office is supposed to check it out now and again. It shouldn't be anybody using the place. Hold on. I keep hearing a noise. It sounds like it's coming from down below. What is it? I think there's someone in the basement. I'm going to check it out.
1: Shouldn't you call backup?
2: Hey, Scooby-Doo, don't get cold feet on me. Stay on the line. Okay, so this doorway leads to a stairwell. Oh god. What? Oh it stinks down here. It smells like an overflow toilet. Oh Maybe this
1: isn't such a great idea. Mm.
2: Oh. There's a light bulb hanging from the ceiling, at least I can kinda see what's up. What's down there? There's a big shipping crate in the middle of the room. It's open. What the hell? What is it? Jesus. Looks like someone's been living in this thing. There's shackles bolted to the floor. You might be onto something, Nikki. I think he's been keeping his victims down here. <laughs> Put your hands up, police officer. Don't you,
1: please, don't
2: you. Oh my God, Nikki, you were right, she's here.
1: Amy, she's still alive?
2: Yeah, hold on, she's tied up. Shh give me a second. I'll, 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 I'll get you loose. What are you doing? Who did this to you? What are you doing? Shh,
0: shh, please. please don't wake it up. Please.
2: What's that? I, I can barely hear you.
0: It's in here.
2: It's in here with us. What are you talking about? What's in here?
0: That, that thing.
2: Huh? What the name of- Jesus Christ! What is that thing? Stay back! Stay back! Adam? What's going on? What the fish is on me?
1: Hurry.
0: You're trespassing.
1: Jesus It's you Stay back
0: Funny I don't recall ordering any Girl Scout cookies
1: I've got the police on the line They're on their way So you just, just stay back Ah oh, the
0: police you say Ah oh, great band Do they take requests? wrapped around your finger is a personal fave. what is your emergency?
2: 911. Is anyone there?
0: My apologies. Made a mistake. Thought we had an intruder on the property, but it's just one of the local kids.
2: You're not in need of emergency services?
0: Oh, no, thank you, I'm not. Terribly sorry. No need to alarm anyone now, is there? You have been listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight's tale, Ties of Blood is the first part of a play written, produced, and directed by John Ballantyne. Production assistance and additional voice direction by Jared Rivett. Featured in the cast were Tracy Clifton as Nikki, Graham Rowett as Corey, Jared Rivett as Officer Maddow, Monique Bagwell as Grandma, and Juliana Gutierrez-Arango as Amy Montrose. Also featured were Kevin Hartnell, Savannah Dial, and John Ballantyne. Original music score by Kevin Hartnell, sound design, by John Ballantyne Additional Sound Courtesy of Free Sound Project Mix and Post Production by John Ballantine Share the Horror. And visit us at campfireradiotheater.com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theater.